one niner on the interwebs get your ears on for the gmb fitness skills podcast over the next half hour or so we're going to give you tips and advice on getting more out of your physical training so you can have more fun in real life because that's what counts isn't it my name is andy fawcett and here with me is the hero of the gmb epic saga dr ryan hearse esquire our program director and head coach and just general all-around savior of humanity ryan that's correct I am wonderful saving humanity. You are wonderful. And don't let I'm anybody ever tell you differently. Okay. What's up, man? Uh, not, How are you doing? Not a lot. How are you doing? I'm are doing you all right. Mine? I'm doing all right. I just got back from 7-Eleven, and I had my my uh, my mint chocolate cappuccino, 24 Small ounces size. for $1.77. Take that, Starbucks. Suck it. Tell you what. Suck it. Suck it. Oh, man. Next time in good. Hawaii, I, I got to get one of those. That is just ugh, so crazy. Yeah, and I the would, Spam Musubi. It's a, it's a powerful combo. Oh, yeah. Yep. Oh, yep. yeah. Can't beat it. I'm on a strict Whole Foods diet here. <laughs> oh, 7-Eleven Whole Foods, baby. Yeah. So speaking of which, actually, uh, you you did a video not too long ago about like uh, – about some of your nutritional recommendations and basically saying that you don't make nutritional recommendations. Oh, yeah, I don't. <laughs> because yeah. people ask about it all the time. But, you know, the thing is, is that really trying to get too complicated about it is part of the reason that people have trouble with it. And, you know, so, yeah, like holiday wise, obviously, uh, we're a big fan of uh, Nate Miyake's, uh, you know, feasting idea kind of. Let the belly rest all day and then go hog wild at night if that's what you have to do because, you know, all that food's out there and you're going to eat it yeah. anyway. So you may as well, you know, set yourself up to not die from it. Uh, but just on a normal day, like right now, what are you doing on a normal day? Because uh, I know you have training and stuff. You said right. you've got like uh, – what like 20 pounds of uh optimum nutrition weigh like yes under your desk awesome. right now <laughs> well right now i've only got about four pounds left just because <laughs> i just slam that shit like it's going out of style oh no i uh for right now a couple of things that i'm working on um one of those is actually to put on weight but not fat which is tough so um eating a lot of food but uh, my protein intake is quite high, mm-hmm. um, and so that's why I'm supplementing with uh, protein twice a day. And yeah. so I'm actually having about uh, – people will freak when I say this, but about 50 grams of protein. Actually, fifty about 55 grams of protein per meal. Um, yeah, I still eat carbs, of course. So after my workouts, I'll have my sweet potatoes or <gasps> rice. Um, but – you know, in the mornings, like this morning, what did I eat? I had, I just had a basic scrambled egg, basic scrambled egg concoction. Uh, it's four eggs, uh, salsa, avocado, and um, actually, yeah, I remember that used to be your favorite. Uh, that is, it's just like when it's you and I first like, started hanging out. That was what you had like every morning, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's my thing. It's it's. I think it's my fallback, safe. I know what's going on. I can eat this and not have to worry about it. Breakfast, and what I mean, not worry about it, is like upsetting my stomach <laughs> um, or things like that. So, uh, yeah, I do that, and then I'll have uh, my training session in the morning, which is usually uh, hand balancing or 
well, basically just hand balancing. Uh, I'll have some protein and then I'll have my lunch and um, then another training session, uh, post-workout shake, and then dinner. And so like last night, actually, I ate – I didn't have any carbs. Well, starchy carbs. For for dinner last night, I had buta kimchi, which is basically kimchi with pork. That's it. Pork kimchi. It's all man, I had. that is so good. That's actually, <laughs> man. I miss that about Osaka more than anything. So I think cool. Osaka has like the best kimchi in Japan. Yeah, I really think so too. I mean, yeah. maybe it's just because you know I love being here in Osaka. But yeah, man, it's it's nice because uh, the kimchi we get is from my friend who's Korean who lives in Korea. So it's you know yeah. shipped right over. So, um, but yeah, it's I had that and. And then I had a peanut buster parfait from Dairy Queen. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I don't even know if there's a Dairy Queen over here, I don't, actually. I don't think I recall ever seeing a Dairy Queen anywhere in Japan. And I don't know why that popped into my head. A peanut Is it, is it peanut buster parfait? Yeah, That's peanut what it was. buster yeah. parfait. And I know that That's because so I just funny. walked by Dairy Queen like two days ago. <laughs> yeah, so funny. Yeah. But yeah, as far as nutrition goes, I mean, that's me. I am... Oh, by the way, my afternoon session, it's me, you know, lifting weights. So because I'm doing deadlifts again and I'm also doing barbell squats again, um, I'm eating a lot of food and I feel good. That's good. That's good. Yes. And so that's that's also good, too. We're going to talk a little bit in a few minutes about, you know, so you mentioned you're doing weights, but we're going to talk a little bit about, you know, rings, P-bars, floor, also weights maybe, and sort of why why you might combine certain of them in different yeah. ways, why you might separate them and focus on one for a period of time uh, versus another. And that's kind of the way we have most of our existing uh, GMB programs laid out is that you focus on you know, one apparatus at a time, so to speak. But uh, it's definitely not the only way to do things, but it's, it's a pretty good way. But we're going to talk about that in a little bit. And, uh, you know, we might get into some other stuff. But first, uh, Ryan, I want to ask you um, a couple of questions, if you don't Alrighty. mind. Never. But never. Try to fucking say no and see what happens. <laughs> yeah, it ain't right. going to work. All right. So I'm going to ask you the first question. Uh, what's oh, the boy. best way to lose weight? Cocaine. No. Oh wait, it's are we on the wrong form? Are we on the wrong? Uh, not form. That's the other podcast. That's the, That's other, the other podcast. podcast. I always screw that up. Well, the best way to lose weight is uh, well, losing weight. You know, are we talking about? Do we actually need to lose a lot of weight along with body fat, or you know, because a lot of yeah. people like to say, "Well, I need to lose weight," but in actuality, so, they need to lose yeah, body fat. Totally, so, it deserves you know. to be mentioned as a every. Every upstanding health coach in the world says that, is it really weight you need to lose or is it fat? Uh, And now for some people, it's definitely weight if you are very, very large and you have the kind of weight that is putting undue stress on your joints and stuff like that. Some people just do need to lose weight. But a lot of people, they just need to stay the same weight and reproportion and and gain some muscle and lose some fat and so yeah and that's it yeah, yeah. you just nailed it. it's it's uh, as you know you're working on trying to lose some of the body fat um, not gaining muscle but trying to work out and and um, build muscle and they always say you know you can't build muscle and lose body fat at the same time but you know what if you're a beginner you actually can yeah um, but losing body fat is simply about looking at nutrition. 
and just what we were talking about earlier, you've got to find a nutrition plan that works for you. Um, yeah. If you're eating too many calories, I'm sorry, you're not going to be able to lose the body fat that you need to. But a big thing, and this is common around the world, especially with women, is that they think by they think when they need to lose weight, they just stop eating, and that's it. Um, there are waifs over here in Japan. You know, it's ridiculous how skinny the girls will get because they don't eat, but they look horrible. To me, yeah. they look horrible. Yeah. You know, it's. You know, I think malnourishment is never sexy. No, it's not Sorry, a good thing. Ladies. It's not a good thing. Um, I tell you what, you want you want a good example. And Andy and I were just talking about some um, some females out there that we would love to interview on the podcast. And, and a person like Beth Andrews, uh, shout out to you. I mean, you know, that's the way to go. She works hard. She lifts weights. Strong. As She's awesome. Hell. She's strong. She doesn't mess around. Um, Big respect, you know. Um, beautiful, beautiful lady. You know her daughter. She's got I don't know two children. I'm, I'm not even sure, I mean, but but she's yeah. a mother. I mean, and she's she's doing what she loves. She works hard, and just goes to show you that you can enjoy life. You can be strong, and you can look really good uh, lifting weights and just watching your nutrition. But losing weight, looking at body fat—that's what it's about—is getting control on your nutrition. Doesn't mean that you can't splurge. As a matter of fact, I, you know, every once in a while, I just eat whatever the hell I want. And so it doesn't mean that you can't have a life when you're trying to lose body fat. Just understand what you need to do personally to do that. And so that's why I'm very hesitant about saying this is the exact diet plan you need because I don't think there is, you know, one diet plan for every single person out there. And it really depends on where you are, like how. Are you overweight? Are you just right. you know, do you just have a, a high proportion of body fat? How much workouts of what nature do you do? Like mm-hmm. we tend to recommend Nate Miyake's stuff because it's a great fit for the GMB programs for the yeah. way that we recommend training. But Nate will tell you that if you have a basically sedentary lifestyle, do not try to use his stuff because <laughs> it won't work. Yeah. His yeah. Programming is made for people who are engaged in a certain type of training. If you're not doing that, then you probably shouldn't be you know, trying to follow a plan that's made for another type of person. So do your yeah. research and look into uh, an eating plan, not that just claims to be the ultimate miracle cure-all magic bullet, but one that works specifically for people who are in your position. Yeah. Something I like to do, um, with new people who join the classes over here, and if if they do want to, you know, lose body fat, if that's one of their goals, the the thing I tell them to do first is to write down everything that you eat in a journal for one week. Yeah. Don't even worry about changing anything. Just write it down, just so you can actually see on paper what you're eating. Yep. Um, generally, you'll go back and you look at that piece of paper. And, piece of paper and go oh my goodness gracious everyone at the beginning thinks i don't need to do that i don't that's that's a waste of time it's it just sounds like a lot of effort i don't need i don't need to do that yeah Yeah, the thing is you'll be surprised everyone needs to do that for for at least a week yeah Yeah. you know and there's probably one thing you know one major thing that you could change in there that that will probably make a huge change or maybe it's even not that major but it still make a big change um, I know in the United States, a lot of people enjoy drinking, uh, what is it, like Coca-Cola and stuff like that. I mean, 
I oh, don't act never... like you forgot the word for Coca fucking Cola. Yeah, I was trying to think of the the broad name for soda because okay, where I'm from, okay. it was pop. We'd call it pop. Yeah. But uh, depending on what state you're from, um, I remember because when I was in Texas, when I was in Texas uh, for a gymnastics meet, somebody ordered. I don't even remember. What was it somebody was ordered a Coke and they said, "Well, what kind would you like?" And this is back when they only had like regular Coke, right? Yeah. And that's when I learned that in in Texas, yeah, in most of the Coke, South, yeah. Oh, the same. So it refers Mo- to all like most of most of the drink. South. I mean, because Coca Cola is headquartered in Atlanta, where I grew up, and so like any carbonated beverage is Coke. Is Coke? Oh man, that is so fun. I just didn't even know that. I thought it was just like Texas or something. So, no, no, no. Like you yeah, go to a restaurant, and a waitress would bring like like a, a nice. You go to a nice restaurant, and the waitress would bring like the liquor menu for the adults and the Coke menu for the kids. <laughs> that's so <laughs> like awesome. no shit. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Yeah, but little things like cutting that stuff out. But I've never, I've never really enjoyed drinking that kind of stuff. But that's just me. Yeah, well, it's you habitual. Know, me, ever it's since habitual. It's a thing. Whiskey. So yeah, <laughs> obviously. <laughs> yeah. But it's the thing. Like you said, is writing it down, and you'll you'll notice it's habitual. It's like a lot of a lot of bad habits we have. Nutritional habits. We don't really notice that we do them. And and like we we might think that oh I just have I, I just have a cookie sometimes yeah. but then like over a week if you write down every cookie you have you're like oh shit I had thirty eight <laughs> cookies this week yeah. you know you Where don't notice that it box of Oreos go oh well I mentioned this when we had uh, when we had James Clear on the podcast talking about uh, you know habits and stuff and especially nutritional habits we mentioned and I I mentioned that when I used to be a school teacher in Japan it's really common the parents will bring you know snacks for the school teacher for the teachers and teacher kind of office there's like the teachers all have like a common office room and there's in there there's a big table that's just full of snacks and coffee and i realized uh, at one point that i was eating like basically the the equivalent of a birthday cake and a giant ass carafe of coffee every day (laughs) i'm not joking like i was eating so many cookies and little crackers and cakes and had so many cups of coffee over the course of the day i was like wait this is not right (laughs) <laughs> I had no idea I was doing it. It was just there, you know. So that's why writing it down. And maybe yeah. – so maybe that's the thing. You know, if somebody wants to lose weight or, or make any kind of dietary or body composition changes, maybe that's where they should start. Just spend one week. Yeah. Don't try to yeah. change anything, but just write down everything you eat or drink. The funny thing too is whenever this happens, people – they'll write it down, but they'll be – They'll actually become conscious of what they're doing. Yeah. And so – but I'm like, no, no, no. Don't even change anything. Just you know, the same way. Do exactly the same as you've been doing but just write it down and they're all of a sudden they're like, you know, when I was writing this stuff down, I realized blah, blah, blah. And that's all you know, we're trying to do is, is make you conscious and aware of what you're doing. But it, it's funny. I mean really we put a lot of – Strange, especially if you live in Osaka. Sometimes you're like, <laughs> you, you eat food and you're like, oh, really? What the hell is my? What am I eating here? But, but yeah, yeah, it's just writing stuff down. I think is so important. And then once you, you know, understand what's going on, you can sit back and try and figure out what maybe you need to get rid of. And then maybe you don't need to write it down. But writing it down in the beginning, I think, is wonderful because it, it brings a, that conscious awareness of what's going on. So truly, truly awesome. So. Awesome. So let's get into let's get into this uh, talk of of choosing between like rings, p bars, floor, yeah. or weights, or or uh, what else? What other 
kinds of gadgets or kettlebells or sandbags. Sandbags. Whatever. What else is there? Um, Freaking rubber bands. Uh, Abelizer four thousands. Like how? Yeah, do you, there's lots of stuff out there. Yeah. Like how do you choose? How do you choose which one that you're going to use? Yeah. Well, like anything, it just comes down to your main goal. Um, it's interesting because nowadays we've we've got the people that say, "Okay, I'm interested in ring training," and so of course, then you just be using the rings. But that's you think about, yeah. you know, that's really easy. You know, but five, even five, you know, years ago, you didn't hear a lot of people say outside of gymna- gymnasts and things like that yeah. saying, "Okay, I want to." do rings or something like that um actually it's really interesting that you mentioned that and not to interrupt well yeah i'm totally interrupting you um (laughs) but uh you know because jarlo just mentioned a few days ago that he's really interested he wants to actually get someone uh in the seattle area to teach him some kettlebell basics yeah 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 uh and you know because and it's not that oh jarlo's converted to kettlebells now oh my god uh like kettlebells must be the best no it's because jarlo has done a shitload of different kinds of training over the past like 20 plus years and he realized that he's never really devoted much time to kettlebells so he wants to spend some time learning that too because it looks really interesting i loved when i was learning some kettlebell stuff i never got very good at it but I, i learned the basics and and i think that's cool that's another good point is that if your goal is really just to learn new things Mm -hmm. um learn more about something else then i say just try and do as much as you can yeah Um, and over a long enough training lifespan you're you're gonna want to experience a lot of different things you know yeah uh now if you're just starting out and you're looking for the best that's a different thing but like i said jarlo over 20 years plus of training that's one thing he hadn't really gotten very deep into so uh-huh. and there's a lot of people I know listening to this that are in that kind of boat too where you know and a lot of people that come to us and say they want to do ring training that's exactly what it is they've they've done all kinds of weights they've done you know uh, body weight stuff kettlebells but they've never done much rings Another good point you just brought up there's a difference between exercise and training yeah and so if you you know when you exercise what you're doing is you're focusing on well, looking at it from the weightlifting point of view, if, if you're exercising, you're kind of looking for the pump in the gym, for what you're doing that day, getting your sweat on or whatnot. Training has more of a long-term goal, and so you're training towards something, whether that be a marathon, um, getting the muscle up on the rings, or you have, you have a specific, specific goal in mind um, for doing something. And so that's why... In my training, uh, that's what I do. I, I when I'm working on a hand balancing movement, it's it's my training, and not my exercise. So, so that's another way of looking at it. Do you want to exercise to get into shape, or are you looking to uh, perform a specific goal? And so, I think that's something that's good. There, you can choose what you want to use. Uh, if you want to get the muscle up, obviously, you're going to want to use either the rings or a bar. So, you know, not just limiting it to the rings, understanding that there are other options once you get the muscle up. Uh, would you like to be able to perform an L-sit? Okay, so you train for the L-sit. Well, you can start on the P-bars, you can start on the rings, and you can start on the floor. Thing is, 
I would suggest to start on the P-bars first. And we've gone over this before uh, in previous podcasts, the progressions for the LSID and why the P-bars, I feel, are a little bit better in the beginning. That's because you have the height clearance. Um, and it's just uh, because the P-bars are uh, closed chain. In, yeah. in other words, the uh, P-bars are on the ground. They're stable, yeah. not moving like the rings. It's just easier to move. So little things like that, I think, are good to look at. Um, looking at things, for example, like upper body movement and lower body movements, obviously, there's not a whole lot of stuff that you're going to be doing for the lower body on the P-bars or the rings. Um, so kind of obvious choice for there would be to focus more on the floor or grab weighted apparatus to use. Mm-hmm. Barbells, dumbbells, kettlebells, sandbags, whatnot. Yeah. If your main so, training is rings or P-bars, you're going to have to add some additional kind of leg training routine, which yeah. is why we include a body weight uh, leg routine with the rings one and P1. And P1, uh, right. But but yeah, using floor or adding a barbell work with squats or deadlifts uh, is also definitely a viable add-on. Yeah. Also, something else to say is is you know looking at exercise um, instead of training. Uh, you can do this in training depending on your goal, but really you can mix things up. <gasps> might surprise you out there because we've always said, oh, you can only do one thing at a time. But really, if if your main goal is to exercise, enjoy things, explore, learn new, new tricks or whatnot, then mixing things up is just fine. Um, maybe not in the same workout, but maybe you do rings one day, you do P-bars the next day, and then you can do barbell squats or something the other. That's just fine. As long as you have, have a solid program and Solid to me means a program that's not going to kill you, <laughs> that a program that actually makes sense and it it matches you. So you're not doing something that's just over the top and something that's going to harm you. So uh, getting back, though, to looking at specific um, goals, per se, uh, I, I like the upper body. I like to use the rings and the P-bars, obviously, just for the upper body. Um, weighted exercises for me. Uh, actually using weights, dumbbells, things like that. Uh, sometimes more about the prehab, rehab, uh, shoulder strengthening for me. Uh, if I'm doing upper body exercises, I tend to keep that to the rings uh, and then also the parallettes. So basically, I don't do bench. I actually hate doing the bench press. Um, to me, it just it doesn't match my goals and where I want to go with it. So not that the bench press is bad. It's just that it doesn't match my goals, like I mentioned. So make sure that you do find something that matches. Also, if somebody tells you, oh, you should never bench press because bench press is bad for you, well, take a step back and really look at why that might be bad for that person, why that person is saying that, and then think about if it's going to fit your programming or not. So maybe it might be bad for that person, but maybe it might match your programming. Yeah. And so another thing that's interesting here is like – so you said that you know for upper body work, you tend to use uh, rings or P-bars because that's what matches your goals. Now, a lot of people though might get the wrong idea and think, oh, well, you know, rings are only good for pulling or P-bars are only good for pushing or barbells are only good for squatting. Or, we're definitely not saying that. You can right. make a complete full body training program using only a kettlebell using yes. only a nothing, using just your body. You can make a complete full body program using only P-bars. 
you know. Like you said, oh, really? There's, there's oh my no, god! There's no leg exercises on P bars unless you try to contrive some silly shit like doing squats on top of P bars. Like I've seen some unconventional oh, yeah. quote unquote trainers do, but it's just dumb. You're just squatting yeah. on freaking P bars. Yeah. Just squat on the floor. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but you know that's why when we make our programs, all of our programs are full body. You know, so you don't need to try to like combine extra stuff, but you can do, you can, the, what I'm getting at here is that the equipment does not dictate the workout. Yes. You know, uh, you're, you're not, you're not limiting yourself by choosing one type of equipment. Uh, you know, kettlebells can work pretty much every, every corner of the body. Uh, you know, rings can work pretty much every corner of the body if you also add in doing some, you know, body weight leg exercises, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, and so don't think that choosing one thing is going to limit you either. If you want to get good at a particular skill set, you need to constrain yourself. And so I think there's a difference between specialization and constraint because specialization yes. gets a bad rap in training uh, for most people and it should because most of us are not athletes and we don't need to specialize in a particular skill set. And that's actually the reason for I mean the express purpose of CrossFit is that it's generalized exercise. It's anti-specialization. They randomly do a bunch of different stuff every day and the idea is that you will never be specialized and that's true uh you'll never and that's exercise that's yeah. why that is exercise it's not you training. will never it's not training never ever if you just follow uh workouts of the day you'll never ever ever run the risk of getting especially good at anything <laughs> there you go all right besides but that's good point but that's a good point you'll get fit yeah. you'll get fit you know you'll definitely get fit and you'll get good at responding to uh you'll get good at responding to random stimulus actually that's true you will get better at that um but you know if you're if so you can you can do a full body workout though and practice ring skills right you can mm-hmm. you can do a full body program and practice uh tumbling skills on the floor uh, mm-hmm. So it depends on if you do want to get better at something, then that's when you might want to choose a particular piece of equipment to not specialize in, but to constrain yourself for a yeah. certain amount of time. And constraint is the mother of creativity. Constraint, giving yourself rules, is what allows you to explore those boundaries. If there's no boundaries, you have no reason to explore. You're just kind of floating out in the middle of nowhere, right? Uh, if you look at any of, uh, well, just look at musicians. How do musicians come up with creative stuff? They practice scales. They practice the same seven or eight notes or five notes or even six notes. There are some weird uh, uh, um hexamelodic scales out there that sound crazy to me, but some people dig them. <laughs> but you p- you pick eight notes out of the 12 and you practice running them up and down and up and down and up and down. And out of that, you, you learn to be creative with a constraint. Well, it's the same thing with choosing a piece of equipment to base your full body workout on. If you choose to get good at kettlebell skills, like Jarlo's probably going to before long, uh, yeah. you know, then you're constraining yourself to a certain piece of equipment, but he's not going to, it's not that practicing kettlebells for a few months is going to make him weaker at anything. Mm-hmm. It's just going to uh, cement a certain skill set. Just like, you know, last year when he focused for pretty much a whole year on barbells, 
you know? <laughs> yeah, squats. Which was, yeah. Squats, you know, yeah. which is awesome. And it was great for him. It was exactly what he needed, you know? So choose choose your equipment focus as a constraint, but not as a specialization, if that makes sense. Uh, mm-hmm. Choose something that is going to force you to work a particular skill set and know that it's not making you weaker at anything. It's not making you miss out on anything. You can still work your entire body uh, with whatever kind of equipment you choose just by choosing a good program. Yeah. Great. That's good. Yeah. This is, it's one of the big topics that we get um, and it's confusing. You know, what do I do? Where do I start? Why should I use this and, and whatnot? I mean, these are big things, and if you do have questions, you can always contact us. We always answer our emails, and so uh, we're here to help. So I know how confusing this can be. I was in the same road, and so that's why I hired a coach myself. Yeah. So got to do that. Um, yeah. What What do you use? Why are you doing it? And the constraints. I think that's a really good way of bringing that up i like that it it made me think about the planche to be honest because Mm -hmm. you know doing the planche really most people just think about about think about doing it on the floor you know you only do it on the floor and and whatnot but but this is a good example of where things like the p-bars and even the rings can really help and so, yes, you're just focusing on that one skill, but you're using other apparatus in order to help you get it. Um, I'm not going to go too much into it why why that's going to help out, but that's a good example of how other things can actually help you, even though it's a little bit different than what you're talking about, about constraining yourself to one particular apparatus. But this is another way of looking at it and mm-hmm. constraining yourself to one one particular skill and using different apparatus in order to help you. So, yeah. Yeah, and so I guess what we're getting at here is that there there are uh, there are fifty ways to leave your lover, and there's definitely a lot of ways to skin a cat. And so, you know, we say it depends on your goals, and maybe you don't have a definite goal. You know, maybe you just want to get in shape, and you just need to do some exercise. Well, in that case, it doesn't really matter what apparatus you choose, or if you don't choose. You know, but you do need to choose a program because yeah. no matter where you are in your training. A progressive program that is based on solid training principles is going to be a lot better than just dicking around. Hell yeah. Um, so you do need to choose a program. And if you're just trying to exercise, it almost doesn't really matter what constraints that program is based on. But all Thank good you. programs yes. will be based on some degree of constraint. Yes. You know, uh, whether it's time constraint, equipment constraint. Or some other form of constraint, but constraints are what are what sets the the theme of a program. So all programs are going to have some sort of constraint. But if you're just exercising, it doesn't matter what it is. Now, if you if you're training and you're after a particular skill set, well, then that narrows things down for you. But like Ryan said, if you have questions, give us an email, hit us up on Facebook, uh, Carrier Pigeons, send Amber some chocolate, whatever. Uh, I I like a good a good singing telegram. Actually, the security guys in my building like a good singing telegram. Yeah. I'm kind of like Candy Graham, you know, Candy Graham from Mongo kind of guy. But yeah. that's just me. Cool. So, you know, Blazing Saddles, baby. Absolutely. Just to throw that One of out the there. Greatest, 
So, hey, if you've got questions, uh, let us know. Uh, we will get to answering them either uh, on a podcast or a blog post, or we'll just send you a damn email with the answers. Yeah. One way or another, yeah. uh, we're here to take care of the posse, so let us know how we can help you out. Um, we look forward to uh, hearing from you soon. Ryan, you got anything else to say? No, I think we covered a lot of stuff, actually. We did, actually. Surprisingly, uh, a wide range of stuff. And so if that surprisingly wide range of stuff we covered was helpful to you in any way, uh, please share the podcast with your friends. We'd really appreciate it. Or go to iTunes and leave us a five-star review or a four-star or three-star. If you're just going to leave a one- or two-star review, seriously, don't fucking bother. Um, No kidding. but, uh, But, hey, and if you really liked it a whole lot, Remember that thing I said about sending Amber chocolate? Happy yeah. Amber means happy Andy and Ryan. So oh, yeah. we thank you in advance. Uh, best, be good. And that's it. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for listening. <laughs> 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 <laughs>